Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we actually have to talk about X, aka, or I should say formerly known as Twitter, because it's no place to conduct business, just ask the former president, Donald Trump. Now, before I dive into the facts on the ground of what broke today and why I wanted to analyze this, I'm going to be very, 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 very clear in this video slash podcast. This is not, and I repeat, not about analyzing former President Trump's legal woes, his issues, anything like that. I seriously do not care if you love or you hate the guy, but the news today on the technology privacy front underscores our misconceptions on um, basically about what online privacy actually is when it comes to major social media platforms. And so this is a really good case for that. It's also very relevant in the news if you didn't hear about this today, because again, there's a million things going on in Donald Trump's orbit. Again, I don't care if you love or hate the guy. This is one of those things that happened today. And multiple sources are reporting on this, but I'm cribbing from TechCrunch that I thought had a real good uh, write-up on this, basically stripping out any of the political rhetoric and just talking about the actual facts that happened today. Because new court papers that were first reported on today by Politico revealed that the special counsel, Jack Smith, who is investigating former President Trump, secured a search warrant for Twitter, now known as X, back in January of this year. And if you recall, Elon Musk owned Twitter back in January as well. That will be kind of relevant here. Now, the documents, which were unsealed today, Wednesday, August 9th, show that prosecutors who are exploring uh, the former president's role in the January 6th attack basically extended their search to Trump's communications over social media, specifically the platform that he was using that day that was essentially seen by all. He tweeted out on that day various things, and so obviously they are looking at Twitter to see if he had any internal or private communications. Now, a federal judge signed this search warrant back in January, which then allowed prosecutors to secretly, and I underscore secretly, obtain access to the Twitter account to basically preclude Trump, or, or, or rather, rather the former president, from, quote, and I quote directly, an opportunity to destroy evidence, change patterns of behavior, or notify Confederates, end quote, according to the documents. Now, on a tangent to that situation, those kinds of warrants are actually very common. If the prosecutors fear that evidence can be tampered with in some way, shape, or form, and again, I am not saying that the former president would have tampered with anything. I am not getting political. But if the prosecutors fear that, then they can receive these providing they have sufficient evidence and there is a chain of custody for that evidence uh, you know, or suspicion based on other evidence. And that is essentially what the prosecutors did here. Now, it is not immediately clear from this unsealed search warrant why the special counsel sought access specifically to Donald Trump's Twitter account, but the search warrant presumably would give their investigation access to his DMs or direct messages. But... Also help might the might help the investigation confirm any provenance of tweets issued on January 6th that day from that account. In other words, they may see things like, oh, he may have tweeted something and recalled it. Although when you have very high public figures, people are taking screenshots of these things, but they are looking for these kinds of things. Again, 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 not adjudicating and saying that he did one thing or the other. I'm simply laying out the facts. Now, Twitter, apparently, according to all reporting, basically dragged its feet or delayed in actually complying with the search warrant, uh, basically be um, basically going past the deadline. And by virtue of, of that delay resulted uh, in a $350,000 fine that Twitter had to pay. 
and there you go. So they objected for the record unsuccessfully in court to the non-disclosure ordered paired with the request that was overruled by the court. So Twitter, for the record, went to bat to protect privacy. The judge overruled. But the reason why I'm talking about this is because the backdrop of that, while it may be political in nature, and again, I am not adjudicating that. I do not want to get hate messages from pro or anti-Trump people. The point of this is, is this is a very public instance that really underscores that what you do, even if you consider it private on a social media platform, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, so in other words, you're running DMs, you're direct messaging one user to another, let's say on Twitter, and you've got a whole conversation going on, that's not private. You see it, your recipient sees it, and employees of Twitter or Facebook or whatever platform it is can see it. There's no end-to-end -end encryption. If they were promising that kind of privacy, then there would be no way whatsoever for Twitter to comply with that court order. In the same way that the Signal app, which is an end-to-end -end encrypted secure messaging app, they cannot comply with court orders because they literally state, we don't record anything, we don't have access to anything, we don't own anything, we as employees of Signal cannot see anything. But when it comes to social media, that's what we're talking about. So make sure that when you are conducting business or you are doing things in a sensitive nature or even just talking with friends, uh, you know, across Facebook Messenger or Twitter DMs or whatever that is, understand that's not a private message. If you're pouring your heart out to your best friend or a family member on Facebook Messenger, it's you, your friend Mark Zuckerberg and like 80,000 employees that can read those messages and they do. And if for whatever reason that comes up in court because of some tangent, tangential issue in your life, they can now read this as well. Think Michael Scott's diary in the office when they made 12 copies and distributed across the company for them to read in that deposition episode if you know the office. That's what we're talking about here. Think about that where thousands of employees can read that diary. So make sure that when you're using social media, basically understand that it's not private and no aspect of it really is. And that's the only point I've got today. Again, 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 it's just the backdrop today, uh, you know, with the former president. And so take that for what it's worth, but just make sure you are being safe online because I think his situation really un underscores that nothing is private when it comes to Twitter or X or whatever they want to call themselves, not to mention Facebook and everything else. And that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, where your direct messages will be read. Same with YouTube as well, where you should subscribe to me. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.